Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome back for another episode of the Your Hair Mentor podcast, where I am your host and your hair mentor, Crystal Green. Friend, this is something strange. I am doing a solo episode. Bom, bom, bom. It's been a long time since I've done one of these because I am just so excited to talk to people all the time, which is fantastic. And so I love bringing guests that have wonderful insights to share with you. But I figured it's been a while since I've had a serious chat with you or an intimate chat with you rather. And um, the podcast has grown since I have shared with you my origin story and who I am, who's behind your hair mentor. And so I figured I would just take a moment to have a special episode with just you and I, so I can tell you a bit of my story. So you know who the woman is behind the microphone. Now, if you have followed me for any given amount of time, you have probably gathered that I'm a bit of a goofball and I'm extremely passionate about this industry, which is great, but kind of unusual considering it was not something that I had always set out to do. Believe it or not, my friend, I was going to be a dentist. Yes, I know. I was one of those very strange little kids who was just fascinated with teeth. You know, just the other day, I took my kids to the dentist for a checkup and they still have, this is a different dental office, but they still have the same signs up in the dental offices that they had when I was a kid. And I remember it so vividly because I thought it was so cutesy and clever. They had a sign that said, you don't have to floss all your teeth, just the ones you want to keep. And I thought, man, dentists are so funny. I could totally be a dentist. So since about fourth grade on, that was my plan. 
And every time I got the opportunity to go to the dentist, I'd be so excited and I'd want to hold a mirror and watch the work they were doing. Now, I didn't have super, you know, easy peasy dental life. I had braces, I had cavities, I had all sorts of problems. So I was in there pretty often, but regardless, I loved it. So anyway, my trajectory in life was turning me in that, that direction of like science, medical, all that good stuff. I wanted to do something cool. I wanted to do something special. I wanted to help people. I wanted to work in a bit of an elevated status. I wanted to be the first college, uh, what's the word? The first person in college in my family. There's a word for that and I can't remember it right now, but I'm not going to worry about it. Um, Hey, because you know what? I didn't graduate college. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, anyway, I wanted to do great things in my life. And for me, dental field was the way to do that. So I'm going to just tell you a little story about the day that changed my life and changed my story. So senior year of high school, I give my little sister a haircut. Now I gave a lot of haircuts to a lot of friends, including myself. And I just thought it was this fun thing that I kind of did because I liked it and I was kind of good at it with the orange handled kitchen scissors, right? The big old Fiskars. So I gave my sister a haircut this one day with a razor, a cutting razor that I had bought from a yard sale. Now, I do not know why this woman sold a high school girl a feather razor at a yard sale, but at least it had a guard on it, okay? So anyway, somehow I figure out how to use this feather razor on my sister. Mind you, this is pre-YouTube, like I couldn't just figure out how to do this because I Googled it. That just wasn't a thing yet. So I more or less hacked at my sister's hair. And um, my mom, who is not like a beauty expert by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, she's a bit of a hippie. um, My mom swore that it was a bad haircut. So we went to a hair salon to have this haircut fixed. And I wanted to go with just to see what this woman would would say about the haircut I did. And uh, so we're in the salon and the woman takes a look at the haircut and she goes, you know, minus a few angles here and there, it's not a bad haircut. Now this is circa 2000s short, flippy, you know, little wispy haircut. So it's kind of what I was trying to do. So I kind of look at my mom and I'm like, see mom, I told you it's not a bad haircut. And the hairstylist looks at me and she's like, you did this? And I'm like, yes, I did this. She's like, have you had any training? And I'm like, no, I haven't had any training. And she says, well, you should do this for a living. And I basically in my teenager, you know, silly way was like, oh, thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to be a dentist. And so she was like, hmm, all right. Well, throughout the course of this haircut appointment, she basically convinced me to just go talk to the people at the beauty college because I was going to have to work my way through dental school. And uh, I thought, you know, I was going to have to get a waitressing job or work retail somewhere. And eh, the thought of doing hair sounded more fun than that. So I decided to go take a look. And long story short, I go to beauty school. I take a quick diversion from my plan. I put my scholarships on hold. I, you know, put a pin in the registration for the prerequisites for the dental program. And I go to beauty school and I have a great time. 10 months goes by before I know it. And I'm graduated. And now I'm going to take you to this day that changed my life. Okay. So 
I'm out of beauty school. I'm working in a hair salon and I work like five days a week, one to 9 PM in the hair salon in the mall. It was super cool by the way. And I also am going to school full time, taking like anatomy and physiology. And I don't remember the order of them, but you know, sciencey classes that prepare me for dental school. And I'm also working part-time in a dentist office because recorded hours that you work in the dental field matter. It helps you get into dental school. So I spend my morning at the dental office listening to every patient come in lamenting the same way. Everyone that comes in has this just like dread about them. They're all like, ugh, I've just been dreading this all week. Can we get this over with? get me in, get me out. Now, mind you, the dentist that I was working for, in my opinion, is like the pinnacle of dental careers. He's affordable. He's kind. He's gentle. His staff loves him. His wife works at the front desk. So it's a very happy environment and they're very willing to work with people. Their scheduling is easy. It's all good but people hate going to the dentist, right? I mean, I imagine you as a listener probably don't like going to the dentist as well. So not shockingly, every person that came in is like, gross, get me out of here. Well, I didn't think anything of it because it was usual. And then I go to the hair salon in the afternoon. And because I was kind of the newbie, not kind of, I was absolutely the newbie by like 20 years. I got all of the walk-ins, and the call-ins and like the drop-in appointments. So I go into work and this woman had called in in the morning and scheduled an appointment with anyone. She just needed to get her hair done. And so she was put on my book. And so I walk this woman back to my chair and as I'm putting the drape on her and she's sitting down, she lets out this audible sigh of relief, just this. And she says, I've been looking forward to this all day. And in that moment, I was so shook because this woman just made me realize something so deep in my bones. I realized I was not only there to give this woman a haircut, I was there to give her an experience. Now, I'm going to pause with you and walk you through what had just smacked me in the face, okay? I realized two things simultaneously. Number one, I can't be a dentist. And number two, clients don't really care if you're super good at hair. They're there for the experience. Let's unpack that a little bit. I realized that no matter how great of a dentist I became, people would still dread coming to me and they didn't feel good coming to see me. And that didn't make me feel good. Because I'm kind of emotional and sensitive and I'm maybe not emotional. I'm sensitive and I feel like a career full of people that didn't want to come see me would really wear on me. And on the contrary, people that go see hairstylists are excited and happy to be there. That does make me feel good. I want to make people feel good. Earlier I said, you know, I thought I just wanted to help people, but making people feel good is helping them, right? And so in that moment, I realized my level of hair skills didn't really matter. This woman was just excited to come into a space that was welcoming and warm and get pampered on for an hour. 
She probably came in with mediocre expectations for her hair, but was still delighted to come sit in my chair. She was willing to be vulnerable with me and allow me to change the way she looked because she valued the salon experience so much. And that is a powerful realization, my friend. So even though I was very insecure about my hair skills, nor did I even take this industry real or, you know, seriously, it didn't matter. Honestly, I was so nervous anytime a new client would come in because I wasn't sure I would know how to do what they were asking, but I realized in that moment that my hair skills are a very small portion of the overall experience that she was here for, right? Okay, so all of this is like scrambling around in my brain in that moment. And so what I actually said to her is I looked at this woman in the mirror, I'm standing behind her and I look at her and I say, oh my God, I think you just changed my life. And she's like, what? (laughs) Like literally we've done so much as like, hi, nice to meet you. (sighs) I'm so happy to be here. And I'm like, whoa. And so I look at her and I'm like, you don't even know if I can cut in a straight line, but you're like excited to be here. You're happy to be in my chair and I can't be a dentist. And now, now this poor client was looking super concerned and she probably thought I was insane. And so I did a really bad job of trying to like back up and explain to her what had just kamikaze in my brain. And I was like, just don't worry. Like I can cut a straight line. You'll be fine. And I tried to like, you know, get my head back in the game and give her a haircut appointment. And I wish I would have saved that woman's name and I could thank her for truly, you know, setting me on a trajectory that put me here. I would never be sitting behind this microphone. I would never be sitting in my studio recording a podcast about the beauty industry if I had not had that experience with that woman. That one experience shaped me and changed me and I'm so thankful for it. So where did that leave me? This one interaction completely shifted my mindset about how I felt about the position of hairstylist. Up until that point, I'd only seen it as this surface level, glamorous, and fun job. I had never taken into consideration how it makes clients feel. I'd also never considered it a real career. I took this new perspective with me and put it into like supercharging my customer service skills and focusing a lot of my attention on what clients wanted, needed, and desired from me in my chair. I focused on their experience. I honed in on my communication skills, which came kind of natural to me, but I still had work to do, my consultations, and then I opened doors for honest feedback. Very quickly, I found myself booked solid and moving into a different salon where I could start business for myself as a booth renter, still not taking it totally serious as a career, but, you know, moving up the ladder, nonetheless, I wanted to make more money. So, I mean, at this point, I still didn't think this was going to be my career, okay? Although I'd unlocked the secret to building a loyal and loving clientele very quickly, I still saw the job as just something fun I was doing until I got to my real and important job later. 
And by real important job, I mean something that has that elevated social status that I mentioned, something that's a position of importance in the community, and something that would make me respected and valued by my peers that were now a couple years into their college careers and probably going to make more money than me. And so then, of course, having a great income was part of the equation, too. Um, But most importantly, like hairdressing wasn't a career that anyone, including myself, took seriously. When introducing myself to anyone, I'd always say something like this. I'd say like, oh, I'm a hairstylist, but I'm going to school for, right? Um, I was ashamed of the title of hairstylist because I didn't understand the power that it holds. Yes, it makes people feel good, but so does a massage therapist, right? So I spent the next couple of years bouncing around different ideas for careers in college until I came to a tipping point because, you know, I had invested a little bit of time and energy into college credits already. I didn't just want to like walk away and not finish. I did still want to be that first generation college student in my family. So, um, I had maxed out all the classes that I could possibly take at the junior college in my town, and it was time to transfer. The problem was I had to pay for college out of my pocket, and it was really expensive at the big college. Um, Junior college was way more affordable. And I didn't qualify for any financial aid because I was making a ton of money in my hair business, but of course I was terrible with my money and had nothing saved, so I was at a crossroads. I either quit my job, take on loans, and get through school as quick as possible, or quit school and embrace a job that was already making me really good money. And so I had to ask myself, why was I still so adamant about going to school? I was making way more money than any of my friends that had now graduated college and had real jobs. I had time, freedom, and flexibility with my schedule. I was my own boss lady. So what was my deal? Okay, so personally, I am a natural people pleaser. And it occurred to me that I would feel really bad leaving all my clients that depend on me, right? And I, I thought it was just like that simple thing, but then it hit me. All those clients that depend on me. And I thought about who all those people were. The ER nurses, the pediatricians, the local news anchors, the college professors, the elementary school teachers, the farmers, the accountants, the business owners, the dental hygienists. All of those really important people that have real jobs depend on me. Me. I'm the confidant. I make them feel good. I lift their spirits I ease them through their hard times and celebrate them in their best times. I'm the one they call when they have to look good and feel good for important life events. I'm backstage with them before their speeches. I'm in their dressing room before their weddings. I'm making them feel human again after they have their first baby. I remind them they're still beautiful when they're losing their hair. I help them reinvent themselves after breakups. I support them through deaths. I am their safe space. I couldn't think of a more honorable and powerful position. I'm going to cry right now. To be anything with anything else I could study in college. So in one deep breath, I embraced the most rewarding career I could have ever dreamed of. 
and I said goodbye to my expensive college dreams, which is even more expensive now, friends. With a fresh perspective, I created a career that I was proud of. No longer did I shrink when I introduced myself as hairstylist. And once I took my powerful position seriously, my income, client retention, and referrals skyrocketed. Man, I was banging in this business. I went on to build two additional businesses in two different states, each time finding it easier to attract the ideal clients of my dreams and fill my books. By recognizing this sacred role of hairstylist, I unlocked a fulfilling and wildly successful career behind the chair. And so the reason that you find me here today behind the microphone is because I want to share stories like that with you to help inspire you to find your aha moment. Now, you know, I can show you the way I did it and the way that I think you should do it, but I think we all have to find our own path. And so that's why I think it's so great that I come on here and I have other experts and industry leaders and interesting people share their stories of success as well. I hope you enjoyed that story, and I hope this gives you a little more insight into who is behind the chair, behind the microphone, behind your hair mentor. Thank you so much for listening, my friend. Until next time, okay, bye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you that's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind the chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.